Skatoosh, kaboosh, however they say. Let me check that the great gods of the internet are allowing this message to uh, to uh, get out there. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check that no one is stopping me from hopping and bopping and bopping and rocking. Um, looks like the video is okay. Let's check the audio. Yep, yep, yep. Seems like the audio is going out as well. Super duper cool. Right. Um, once again, I have uh, no way of uh, checking if people are making comments, but um, I'm working on it step by step. Um, hopefully this won't crash um, like uh, previous recordings. Hopefully it won't cut out. Hopefully the internet will survive. Um, if you're watching the video, I shaved. I shaved today just for you guys. Mm, how cool is that? And I have my coffee with cream in it. Can you believe that? Society's locked down, but you can still get cream for your coffee. I think that's my one luxury in life. Um, I can live without it, right? I can live without it, but it, it just that one thing makes everything seem so much better. Just a little bit of cream in my coffee. Um, can you believe you can still get coffee under a lockdown? That's if it is coffee. God, God knows what they put in those jars. Um, I don't know. Do you? Do you know what they put in there? Hey, thanks to the people who tuned into the uh, interview broadcast yesterday. Um, I put out an interview with uh, Stephen Donovan, who is an online researcher and a very studious gentleman who has who provided us with a wealth of information um, unique perspectives and solutions so um, you know take a step back go and listen to that episode if you want to find the backups of the recordings um, the recordings are backed up on YouTube under the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching. If you're watching the video, that's what you can see right there. That's it. Um, there's over 2,500 videos on the page uh, relating to all kinds of personal development and coaching. But that's not why we're here today. We're here today to discuss the ongoing mess that the government have made of everything and to be aware to raise awareness of what is going on around and about now yesterday surprise surprise the british government announced another three weeks of lockdown now um what's that going to do well it's going to put more businesses out of work um it's going to cause the businesses to shut down it's going to cause people to lose their jobs. It's going to cause a greater strain on the uh, services of society. And it's going to lead to death for a lot of people. Um, isn't that frightening? Doesn't that frighten you? Doesn't that frighten you that the people in power know exactly what the result of what they're going to do is? Doesn't it bother you that the people in power revise their numbers and statistics at will and it doesn't seem to matter? Doesn't that bother you? Doesn't it bother you that the media is acting almost as if nothing is happening except the one thing that they want you to focus on and think about constantly? which is fear. And as Stephen pointed out yesterday, it's because they have nothing left to offer us. They've shut down the entertainment industry, which was the thin veil of an excuse for the media. Now there's nothing left. There are, there are odd writers here and there 
producing thoughtful, worthwhile articles. There are a few people collecting data that is relevant. And then there's, there's just emptiness, just pure emptiness, which shows you how vacant society was before, really. And as this vacancy continues, society will just descend into complete absurdity, which is what I want to talk to you about today. Um, if you want a quick view, I'm not going to run back through my Facebook feed of all the different posts and all the different elements happening. Um, I did find a great resource this morning, which was um, the Alan Watts site, Cutting Through the Matrix, where he collated articles that you could spend days and days and days reading about, well, in order to get a background understanding of how we entered this um, pandemic, plandemic, um, whatever you want to call it. And um, it's well worth checking out his site. Um, I've been following his work for years and he's always been uh, accurate, depressingly accurate, as a matter of fact. Okay, so um, if we just take a look at what's been happening this morning, because every hour something goes down, every hour something goes down. So um, there was a great article from thegatewaypundit.com about um, According to their research, this was published last week, they could only find data on 150 Americans to date with no pre-existing conditions that had died from coronavirus. It's very interesting. And if you compare statistics, I dare you to go online and compare the death statistics from the last few years. If you think this year is worse than any of the previous years, then there's a nice bridge just over there by the river that uh, I can sell to you if you want. Um, a lot of people now realizing that they don't have to consent to uh, <laughs> to being covered in certain kinds of ways. That leads to its own problems. Uh, article published there by ricochet.com. Um, uh, Dr. Ron Paul, former American con congressman, um, all around good soul, uh, did an interview while he talked about the fraud of uh, Bill Gates and Tony Fauci um, and the information behind that. Um, Mr. Molyneux just did uh, a great interview with uh, a doctor who is uh, pushing back against the official narrative. We need brave people like this at this time to stand up. Uh, Max Egan's been pumping out great presentations. Check out crowhouse.com um, and BitChute because his videos keep getting deleted from YouTube. Um, London Real just um, recorded a video with the man and uh, I can't wait for that to come out because that's going to be explosive when those two audiences collide. Um, also, from, from this morning, I had a look at the uh, US weekly death statistics related to all causes. And um, looking at that, you, you can see if you're watching the screen right now that uh, this year is far lower than, uh, for example, 2017, 2018. Um, very, very interesting. And I also uh, published a link to the original report on that, which is uh, from drroyspencer.com. So, uh, also interesting to realize that uh, a large number of deaths in the world predominantly are from cardio-related problems and from respiratory uh, diseases, which is interesting when people are registering the deaths right now. Um, of course, um, despite the fact that Bill Gates is saying we are compelled to transition to a new culture, a new society, I don't think we really are. Remember, guys, it's a number game. It's a number game. Uh, also interesting to see through summit.news that the CBC have been instructing kids on how to monitor their parents. <laughs> it's a wild world we live in. Anyway, um, 
Uh, and also last year, if you look September, November last year, um, there's a metro.co.uk article that uh, the government was at that point in time considering compulsory vaccination for children in schools. Um, just go read the literature, go read the research, go look at interviews with people who, who know. Go, go read 20, 30 books and then come back to me and tell me it's a good idea, right? Go on. Go on. Huh. Oh, well, right. Um, oh, what's happening right now? Right now, right now. Right now, around about us, our society, our world. Well, what happens when you give complete control to people? Is they just want more? Um, also interesting right now that uh, government seems to think that the only relevant, important, non-essential industry is government itself. Have you noticed that? They don't seem to care that much about the other people. Um, now, when you give authoritarians complete control, they run rampant and they run wild. And it's up to the people to be rational, logical, sensible, calm, and to simply not comply with anything that is unjust. So what do I mean? If you haven't noticed, maybe you've been, maybe you've been locked away inside, right? Maybe you just haven't noticed what happens when you go out. I talked about this in the recent, uh, the last interview that went out yesterday. You know, flick back to that and check that out. Um, now, let's get into what I want to talk about today. I'm not going to flick back through the news, but what I am going to do is uh, drop in on studying what the establishment has been doing with its uh, guardians of authority. There we go, trying to avoid using the, the P word. Um, are you ready for this? Let's dive in. Um, let's dive in. I've, I've, where's, is there a time counter on the system here? I don't think there is. No idea how long this is going on for. Okay, let's just dive. Dive, dive, dive. Um, Paul Joseph Watson's article, Police Find UK Shopper for Buying Wine During Coronavirus Lockdown. <laughs> you can't buy wine. I'm sorry. We've decided what's good for you. Uh, again, um, UK police issued a fine to a shopper who bought wine and potato chips during the coronavirus lockdown because you're a criminal if you buy wine and potato chips, claiming that these were non-essential items. I was walking through Holyrood Park on Sunday afternoon, that's Edinburgh, on my way back from Morrison's, a supermarket. Two police officers, I should do a Scottish accent, two police officers asked to look inside my bag and then find me for only having crisps, other snacks and a bottle of wine, the shopper told Edinburgh Live. Another person in West Lothian, what's wrong, what is wrong with these people? Leave us alone. Another person in West Lothian tweeted a report, um, tweeted to report a nurse in uniform being fined after leaving a patient's house and somebody who left a shop after purchasing a bottle of wine. Um, both were fined £30. Ridiculousness. Much, much, much madness. Another man reported his friend's daughter had also been fined £30 for buying wine and snacks. What, what are they doing? Are they just like waiting oh, what, what? if you shouldn't have it why is it on sale anyway yeah just just mental cases your mental cases um and there's the uh, the original tweet is posted there on the page another london resident claimed he had been simply fined for taking his dog for a walk late at night something which is perfectly legal something you shouldn't even have to think twice about a woman who had finished walking her dog was about to buy groceries for her 74-year-old mother, and she was also fined. Um, tweets and links provided. Uh, a woman also complained to Police Scotland that officers had rifled through her friend's shopping bag and fined her after discovering a bottle of prosciutto. 
much madness. The fines are a misapplication of the law and should be dismissed. Downing Street clarified last week that shoppers can purchase any item that is being sold. Since any journey to buy food is treated as essential. And the only shops that are open to that, that are uh, <laughs> and the only shops that are open are food shops anyway. Um, everything else has been shut down in case you didn't notice. I'm sorry, you need clothes. You can't buy them. You need a light bulb. I'm sorry. Nope, you're going to have to use some online system. Uh, all purchases are therefore technically essential. The government's intervention to clarify the law came after Cambridge police tweeted that they were monitoring non-essential supermarket aisles. Hmm. In a local branch, they're monitoring the, the police are monitoring the aisles. They've got nothing. Did, did, crime is running rampant now that there's nobody out. Uh, I know that sounds like a contradiction, but um, uh, the point is that people know that businesses are shut down and businesses are where people store relevant important items and so businesses are being broken into but the police are in the supermarket watching what people are buying from the shelves um much madness but it doesn't end there it just goes on and on and on uh, another video was posted recently of a police breaking into a man's house to check He's not having a social gathering because gathering together with any group of people, how any number of people, even if they're your your friends, I'm sorry, you can't do that anymore because we've rewritten the laws of reality and the planet's never going to be the same because you're never getting out of the bloody lockdown unless you fight back. You don't get it, right? You, you guys don't get it. You're not getting out. They're not going to let you out. They're not just going to open the door of the cage and let you fly away. You know that, right? <laughs> Refuse, resist, right? A video out of the UK shows police officers entering a man's house after breaking in to check whether he was having a social gathering in violation of coronavirus lockdown rules. You violated the rules. 20 seconds to comply. We've had, we've had a call. You see, people are now calling the police because they think that their neighbor might be talking to somebody. The voice is in your head, right? We've, we've had a call. Excuse, where's my police? Excuse me. We've had a call that there might be something going on here. So we need to it. It really is that what they said. Is that how they trade them? There might be something going just because it's a crime to have something going on. There's something going on around here. Um, says a female officer as she enters the man's res. I think they break down the door. It's a video. I'm not going to play the video. We need to check the rooms to make sure there's nothing going on. Yeah, what? She adds before the man responds, What are you doing? What are you doing in my house? It was major insanity. The officer claims they received a call about a disturbance. Yeah, bloody knock, breaking down the doors a disturbance, mate. Which um, almost certainly it was, which was almost certainly a neighbour grassing up the uh, grassing up a man because they thought he had invited friends around to his home. Jesus Christ! What kind of what kind of what? What is this doing to the kids, guys? What is this doing to the children? You want to tell me? The man is clearly irate <laughs> the police have smashed in his door and he berates them with foul language. Four officers who clearly don't have a warrant then proceed to check the house as the man continues to swear at them and tell them to leave. After the officers leave, the man complains, idiots, broke my door, look at the state of this, and he shows the shattered door. Video clips of similar incidents are now appearing almost every day as police officers become more zealous in enforcing the lockdown. Last week, we highlighted an incident in which a female police officer told a family that their children couldn't play outside in their own front garden. Um, back inside. We don't want you to see what's going on. Oh, no, because you might communicate with your neighbors over the fence. 
When's it going to end? Huh? Tell me, when's it going to end? It's only going to end when you refuse and resist. When you refuse and resist. Um, yes, most of these stories come from the work of Paul Joseph Watson because none of the other journalists have the big, hairy, dangling things that you need to report what's actually going on. Um, moving on, UK police force brags about hiding in the shadows to catch picnic goers. Because having a picnic is now a crime. Yes, it's a criminal activity to have a picnic now. Or at least some of the police appear to think it is. Yes, Orwell rolls in his grave. Um, or, you know, what would be an extreme... It would... <laughs> spins... Um, does cartwheels, maybe. Um, uh, Central Community Police Team tweeted, If you think that by going for a picnic in a rural location no one will find you, don't be surprised if an officer appears from the shadows. We're covering the whole county. No escape. No escape. A police force in the UK has bragged that its officers may be hiding in the shadows, ready to catch people who have picnics in rural locations. The Central Community Team, which represents Bedfordshire Police... I used to live in Bedford. Uh, that was an interesting place, because every other week they'd, they'd find dead bodies, headless ones, floating down the river. And I figured that it was just far enough outside of London for you, know, you to do your dirty business in London and then live somewhere that you thought was more quiet. Um, I don't know, maybe it's different now. Time moves on, I suppose. Um, where are we? Um, Bedfordshire Police, yes, uh, they tweeted out an ominous message that sounds like it could have been ripped straight from the pages of George Orwell's 1984. If Yes, 1984, it wasn't a script, but some people appear to be reading it like one. If you think that by going for a picnic in a rural location, no, uh, blah, I just read that, read that tweet. Okay, there we go. Um, you're being watched, basically. Um, the message was accompanied by a photo of two officers literally standing in the shadows. Um, the respondents to the tweet were nonplussed. <laughs> if you think that... That by going to Burgle in a rural, rural location, no one will find you. Don't be surprised if an officer appears from the shadows. Said no police force ever, tweeted one person. Stop it, just stop it. If you could compose a tweet more likely to make me want to go for an isolated picnic, I can't think of it, said Philip Sinclair. Um, we appreciate the weather isn't, the weather is lovely, but picnics aren't essential. We encourage you to enjoy the sun from home. But you can't even go out in your garden because the police tell you to go back inside. <sighs> Virtual insanity. Um, this is by no means the first time a pol UK police force has received flack for its overzealous enforcement of lockdown procedures. Um... Last week, the government was forced to clarify that police officers shouldn't be checking the contents of grocery baskets. When is it going to end? And once again, I tell you, it's not going to end unless you decide to take a stand for some of your rights. The few that are left before they completely disappear and there's nothing Nothing, no thing there. Right now, we're on a cliff edge. You're hanging on, dangling by one arm. Onto, you're holding on to one thing, but there's going to be nothing soon. So, remember every single day that the lockdown continues. More businesses close, more people lose their jobs. More people get sick because they don't get the health care they need and more people die. And they're not just dying here. You know, think about the businesses that supply bits and parts and elements for this part of the world. Right. 
It's harder for them. It's harder for them. You're not going to see it here. <laughs> Moving on. A second UK police force threatens to check if the public are making non-essential purchases. Once again, Paul Joseph Watson article. Um, Downing Street forced to wade in as confusion grows. Because everybody knows that it's all meant to be confusing anyway. Downing Street has been forced to clarify that officers won't be checking what people buy in supermarkets. The controversy began when the Cambridge police tweeted they were monitoring non-essential purposes in the supermarket aisles of a local Tesco. Yes, that person with a trolley might be an undercover police officer. Um, <laughs> Cambridge police said the message was sent with good intentions by an over-exuberant officer. Who has been spoken to since this tweet was published? Where do they get these people? Have you noticed a number of police officers with tattoos? A lot of videos of police officers and they seem to have tattoos. Nothing against tattoos. I just, I just, just an observation. Just find it interesting. Um, Cambridge Police also tweeted, uh, whilst the majority of people in our communities are abiding by social distancing measures, um, you notice how the distancing measures are different in different countries? I mean, this, doesn't that tell you something? Um, we've had to issue a small number of fines to those who are flouting the rules. Uh, yes, yes, it's all about the money. Pay money and it's okay, right? It's all about the money. They begin to wonder if these police stations aren't run for profit, you know? They begin to wonder if they aren't registered as businesses somewhere, you know? You begin to wonder if all the courts are actually real courts, you know? You know? Ah, this debacle followed a similar faux pas yesterday when the police war were warned that they could start setting... The ah, let's read that again. The police... Another police force yesterday warned that they could start setting up roadblocks and checking people's shopping baskets for non-essential items. Although they were later forced to backtrack. Roadblocks. I was expecting to see the roadblocks, actually. I was expecting them to say, no, you can't travel from this part of the community to the other part of the community. Not unless you've got a special pass. Hmm. Isn't that the way that it works? Right? Once again, remember, the government set out which shops could be open. Government, quote, we set out a list of shops which could remain open and if the shops are on that list then they are free to sell whatever they have in stock until the stock runs out, until the food runs out, guys. The Prime Minister's official spokesman said. The government also clarified that it is not illegal for people to be outside in their own gardens. Do you even believe that they have to make a statement like that? Can you? Can you? Can you even believe it? Right. Meanwhile, authorities in London have provoked more fury because <laughs> they've got nothing better to do. They've provoked more fury by taping off benches in parks, stopping people from sitting down, prompting complaints that elderly and disabled people who may need to rest while they're out on a walk will be put at risk. <laughs> there you go. And there's a tweet of uh, a bench that's been taped off and a coronavirus instructions sign has been, I don't know, has been screwed to it or nailed to it or I don't know, uh, much madness. Um, the government is going to have a hellish problem when the weather gets better. I'll tell you that. Now, um, moving on. Lockdown, as I've just pointed out, is bringing out a little bit of the darker side in some elements of the regional police forces. Um, 
here's and there was a article from a reaction dot life um, articles title uh, lockdown is bringing out the worst in authoritarian policing and um, I just want to read you a little paragraph from here um, Derbyshire's force the Derbyshire forces that's the police force their gripe their problem and this is commenting on how they're reacting to this lockdown was with people driving to remote spots to walk now didn't the government say distance yourself from people they did right which they claimed was against the rules although no such prohibition actually exists so far the offenders were clearly in uh, household groups and they were acting responsibly by walking on deserted paths limiting social contact more than they would be by exercising in highly populated residential areas it's a great point but to the police but to the police such a nuance was irrelevant what mattered was demonstrating their drone technology and sending a message that any dissent however sensible was not to be tolerated and the police are now using drones to scan the countryside and I'm pretty sure they can scan whoever is there and they can triangulate if they've got a phone or some other digital technology with them so they can pretty much guess who it is or maybe if they got some facial recognition technology or I don't know maybe you, even from the way people move you can tell who it is right now because everyone moves in a slightly different way so um, so the police are sending drones they're sending drones flying around um, I don't know who's watching the watchers I keep having to say the same thing who's watching the watchers uh, um, Greater Manchester Police tweeted that exercise should last no more than an hour. A limit stated nowhere in government guidelines. Humberside even launched an online portal for people to report their neighbours for supposedly breaking the social distancing rules. How do you even know if someone's breaking the rules? You'd have to run around you'd have to run after them with a tape measure. Yeah. We should be extremely wary of such tendencies. And the enthusiasm from, so, you know, if we really are being over, if, if there really is overpopulation, getting people to stand further away from each other is not going to help. <laughs> you complete spanners. Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, you know, it, it's all nice to be enthusiastically helpful, but uh, let's, uh, let, let's focus on help that helps rather than help that uh, that hinders shall we um yeah, just to emphasize it here's the original article uh uk police officer tells family they can't be on their own front garden by by paul joseph watson um this is from eastwood in rotherham features a female officer from south yorkshire police warning warning the man filming the encounter Mr. Connell to stay indoors because of because of the uh, covert identification operation 19 and that the virus the virus doesn't stop on your front garden you'd think the officer would want to wear a mask or gloves if they were being serious wouldn't you however when she is challenged on it she asserts I cannot speak for anybody else you know when you look around but nobody else is out because nobody else is out you can't be out collectivism that's what it is the woman also chastising the woman also chastised the man for wanting to visit the supermarket twice claiming he had already been and bought soft drinks which she implies is a non-essential purchase I'm asking you to go indoors are you refusing to go indoors um, that's you see the, the language they use is interesting yeah I'm asking you to go indoors are you refusing to do what I'm asking you to do you're not asking if you are then claiming that they're refusing and you're ordering right if you're claiming that they're refusing to do something uh, let's learn to uh, learn to realize the contradictions in speech um, I mean how should you respond to that you respond to that by saying um, thank you for your advice and then you ignore it as much as you can 
The encounter was well-intentioned but ill-informed. We'd like to apologize for the way it was handled, said the force. What, <laughs> what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they going to be doing next? Like peering over people's walls and hedges and fences? Well, they don't need to do that because the neighbors are going to be watching each other anyway. Do you think right now in certain remote private places in castles on islands, do you think there's not parties going on? Really? Really? And I'll read. Look, 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 look at the newspapers carefully. Read the stories carefully. Yeah. You'll see that people are actually still getting together in certain places. Right. Look at all those uh, pictures of government meetings. Huh? Yeah. They're not keeping their social distancing, are they? <sighs> One for us and another for them. UK police force th threatens to sh ah, another recent story. UK police force threatens to search shopping baskets. There you go. Um, much madness. Um, much, much, much madness. Um, police force also said that police checkpoints would be set up if people didn't properly adhere to quarantine rules, warning that a three-week grace period in a country was over. Yeah. I'm sorry, your grace period is over. Back home. Sit down. Sit up. Watch TV. Keep taking the pills if you can get them. And the alcohol. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, it would be completely... Here's a quote. Uh, Big Brother watches. Uh, Suki Carlo said that these present suggestions were outrageous. Ah, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's it's all madness. It's all designed to get you to accept reality, the new reality, by making the alternative to the new reality complete insanity. Um, Moving on, the UK police force have created a tool that lets people snitch on others for not social distancing. Um, a police force in the UK has created a tool. Blah, 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 blah. Humberside police have created an online portal that allows people to alert them to violations of lockdown measures introduced by the government this week to fight the spread of the invisible enemy. The force says the portal has been made in response to an increase in the number of calls to its non-emergency 101 number following the government's announcement earlier this week around new police powers to disperse groups. See, you can't protest anymore, can you? According to the rules implemented earlier this week, people are not allowed to congregate in groups of more than two unless it's a family from the same household. Uh, we're all living in that anyway, so we all know. In Spain, and, you know, feel happy that you're not in a worse situation. Could be worse. Could be dead. Um, bring out your dead. In Spain, where COVID-19 lockdown rules were even tighter, a neighbor snitched on another neighbor after seeing two brothers playing soccer in a backyard. When will it end, people? That's my question to you. When's it going to end? When will freedom and liberty mean the same as it once meant, once meant before? Huh? As confusing as the terms were before. As misunderstood as the terms were before. Here's a tweet. Shame on this British cop. Watch him issue a fine to a shopkeeper who's trying to keep her customers safe by drawing two meter separation lines in chalk. She's even wearing a mask and gloves and drawing these two meter separation lines and the policeman just comes along and gives her a ticket. Um, you know, it, it's a mind game. It's all a mind game. Because you're going to end up questioning every little micro action 
every little micro action that you do. You won't be able to walk your dog without thinking, I wonder if I'm going to be watched for walking my dog. A police force in the UK received an overwhelmingly negative backlash after revealing they had used a surveillance drone to spy on dog walkers and hikers in remote parts of the country. Hmm. Um, ma much madness, much madness. Um, so they're, they're, they're basically shaming people for hiking and walking and trying to get fresh air um, despite nobody having violated any rules. Um, they, 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 they don't seem to have anything else to do. They really don't seem to have anything else to do. I mean, what, what happened to the principle of do no harm, hey? What happened to that principle? You want to tell me? I don't know. Journalist gets home visit from UK police after he reported the fact that mosques are flouting the lockdown law. So you can't even do your job as a journalist now. Yeah. One rule for us, another rule for them. Uh, subtitled some quarantine violators and others. It's another Paul Joseph Watson article. A journalist in the UK received a home visit after police from police after he reported mosques in his area that were violating the coronavirus lockdown law. Tom Linden, host of UK Preppers Radio Network, filed a complaint with West Yorkshire Police after he saw reports in local media that Muslims in Bradford and Leeds were gathering in mosques for Friday prayers in violation of the COVID-19 isolation rules. Yeah, Bradford and Leeds have been lost. British culture has lost them to other cultures. That's all I'm going to say here, and it's not going back. It's not going back to the way it was. It's only going forward. All other religious denomination places of worship uh, are, of course, closed, and quite rightly so, in my opinion, Lyndon said. I read two articles in differing newspapers, one covering Bradford, uh, The Telegraph, and Argus, and the other covering Leeds. I, pfft, um, no idea. Um, both talked of mosques flouting the distancing rules. Right, so um, if you, you just I'm kind of speechless at this point in time. Um, Lyndon claimed that as a journalist, he qualified as a key worker and his ac activities were therefore permissible. Um, the reason why he's visited uh, his report earned him a visit from two police officers who cautioned him that he was engaging in unnecessary travel. Who's to say what's necessary and unnecessary? Who's to say what's essential and non-essential? Isn't that just a completely elitist principle? Isn't that a Darwinist principle there? Some people are allowed, some people are fit to do things, while others are not. Hmm. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, and this is not just, I, I wanted to focus today on the things happening around Britain, which are uh, insanity. I saw a report the other day as well that uh, the, police, the police advise that people, people like social distancing, good, I'll get in my camper van and drive to some part of the countryside. And the police like, no, 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 you're spreading diseases because, because the, you know, the whole underlying subtext is that the people are the virus. Because you have the virus, you are the virus. That's the subtext. People haven't got it yet because they haven't they haven't read history. They're not aware of how tyrannies in the past crept up on people. They're almost too nice to a certain extent in certain places. So, I mean, obviously we can find, and look, it's not, this is not an attack on what people are doing, right? This is not, um, by that, I mean enforcers. This is not a, an attack on enforcers. I'm pretty sure if you 
investigated your average police force, you'd find that 75% of them were cool and on a level, very friendly people. In fact, I never had any, I had I never had any real direct contact with the police before I left Britain. And then I had a lot. <laughs> and then I realized, wow, the police here are kind of cool. They kind of sort of stepped back. They kind of stepped back a little bit and keep themselves out of the way of what's going on. Whereas in other countries, they tend to be in your face. Yeah. And um, in fact, the little contact that I did have in this country was actually helpful. It was uh, people advising me where to go and when to go and when not to go. I also got caught once in the middle of a Brixton riots that happened about 25 years ago. Um, and that was, that was wild. Buildings burning, furniture getting thrown out of the second, third floor onto the street. People with baseball bats running around. People running into shops and grabbing everything and, and running out. Helicopters flying overhead, shining lights down. Mobs of people running around in the streets. That was... Uh, it, it was like being in some weird dystopic film. Um, maybe talk about that more another day. Um, but that's because I wandered into it. I'm like, oh, what's going on over there? Let's go and have a look. <laughs> uh, not a good idea. <laughs> no, not a good idea. Sometimes you, sometimes you need to run away. You know, just like James Bond. James Bond. If you watch a lot of James Bond films, he spends most of his time running away. <laughs> right. Get in. Do the job. Get out. It's kind of how it needs to be done. Anyway, um. So, you know, covering my bases, I'm saying that. A lot of the police are very helpful and very cool. But who's watching the watchers? Comes down to that. Australian police use surveillance helicopter to track down remote campers. Who's paying for that? They're paying for people to fly helicopters around and look for campers. Police in Tasmania are using a surveillance, and this is in the parts of the country that haven't burned down recently. Police in Tasmania are using a surveillance helicopter to track down people camping in remote locations in violation of coronavirus lockdown laws. Tasmania police officers, officers, uh, Tasmania police officers conducting aerial surveillance around the state, including on the northwest coast, located several campsites where people were directed to leave and return home. Reports the Advocate. You must leave. Comply. Return home. Do what we tell you to do. Um, uh, um, final article uh, is, uh, in fact, from uh, from YouTube, where uh, a seemingly very polite lady um, was uh, was arrested for being sat on a park bench by herself. Um, the source of the video was. Uh, uh, YouTube dot uh, UK. So um, you can watch the video online if you want. Um, doesn't matter how polite you are with these people. Um, it seems it seems they're on a mission, and um, nothing will stop them. Well, it's not true that nothing will stop them because the power of the people—that's where it lies. When people fear the government, there is tyranny. When the government fear the people, there is liberty. And what we need right now is a focus on a lot of liberty-orientated ideas and ideals and conversation and communication. If you're locked up now, don't get down about it. Get online, start researching, start reading, get connecting with people. Use this to consider how you can help people. Look around in your local community. Look for people that need help. Ask people what kind of help they need. Be there for the people that are around about you. It's a time for people to help people right now. It's absolutely necessary. Thank you very much for tuning in. I wanted to highlight some of the madness that's been going on. Um, this seemed important a couple of days ago. 
And now for some reason it it seems much less important. I don't know why that is. I had a couple of thoughts about it, but I don't really know why. Is it is it because things have moved on so quickly? Is it because things have calmed down? Is it because people are more used to it? Um, is it because I actually think, I've got this feeling under the surface, that we're winning. When you look online and you realize that, that hundreds of thousands of people have written on the Instagram feed of uh, Bill Gates that this man should be arrested for war crimes or investigated first. You don't just want to... There's a, there's a time in history where you just had to chop people's heads off, right? But um, hopefully we're slightly more civilized than that right now. And uh, hopefully we're intelligent enough to let adults make their own decision. If people are not letting you make decisions for yourself, they're just treating you like a child. So let's treat each other like adults and allow ourselves opportunities to study the information and talk reasonably to each other. Anyway, that's my rant for today. Wherever you are, I hope this has highlighted some of the madness. I, I know you know. I know you know, but that's the way it goes. If you want to get in touch with me, it's Graham William Hendry on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And it's the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching as well. Lots of interviews going out right now. Lots of positive information. Trying to put out as many positive vibes as possible. Um, got my little minute meditations that I'm putting out on Facebook as well. Sharing the good news about the good things too. So, wherever you are, look after yourself. Look after your friends. Look after your family. Stay safe. And I'm going to be back with... Uh, more interviews and uh, a couple more interesting presentations and overviews of all the things going on. Stay safe, guys. Just have to figure it out. I had to turn the whole thing off. I think I go to the Facebook Live and uh, click End Video. And then click OK.